I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 19. My name is Stephen Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And of course, with us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, he's the proud papa of a new DB1 droid. It's Joe Lara. How are you, buddy? Doing, doing well. John's like, wait, DB1 or BD1? No, yeah, I was like, wait. Dad Batch want. Yeah, I, uh, but I get it. Yeah, yeah. Dad Batch want. Uh, Steven's, man, even does his homework, dude. He's always right. I'm He's doing quick. great, man. Yeah, it took um, him a whole hour to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it's been a good week because I got to hang out with Mike Forrester on Armor Party for a little bit. And, uh, dude, that was, that was good, man. And I tell you what, man, like, I love, I love the sort of back and forth with our podcast and his podcast. And um, it's it's just good synergy all around. So just just really good. I have to say, man, your your interview. Um, I listened to it. Well, first of all, I listened to it live because it was it was Mike's first live stream that he had for the show. But since since the live show, I've actually listened to it uh, two more times. Oh, geez. and I was listening to it. Uh, yes, I was listening to it yesterday. And I want to talk a little bit more about that uh, in the workbench because I have some stuff to say about it that I want to save until then. Next up, he's the half-human, half-3D printer. It's Rigney Shanaday. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm not much of a 3D printer at the moment because of the cold. Although, when we get to the workbench, I'll talk about some stuff that actually uh, is relevant. And, of course, I'll start talking like, like three cats jumped up here all at the same time. Um. Made it back from Vegas in one piece, uh, fortunately. So, and then uh, while my I mentioned that my my family was down in Mexico uh, at Mexico City for an international BMX competition that my daughter was in, and she took third place in her age group. But because there was only two girls, they combined the the boys and the girls. So, in a group of sixteen, there were two girls, and she still took third place. So she beat out all them boys. Um, I haven't gotten much done otherwise. I just be catching up with work. I'm going to be out of town this weekend for a wedding. And then it's my second daughter's 18th birthday. So I now have, so yeah, two adults. My, my, I now have two adults, oh, man. two, got, got two of them all grown up. So hence all the gray in the beard, I guess. That's why I had boys. I just had boys. I did that on purpose, huh? I, I, I told Kim when we, when we have our family, we are only having boys. So I decided and then we only had two boys. So that's kind of... I know, chose the hardest path possible. Expectation management, bro. That's what it is. 
Next up, he only orders his double-double from In-N-Out with extra onions, whole and raw. It's John Rodriguez. How are you, buddy? Gross. Gross. I don't want to talk anymore. I'm leaving. Ew. Why would you do that? That's the worst intro ever. That Ugh. sounds delicious, actually. I'm going to order that. that Terrible. Brian's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh my goodness you get the crunch of the, I'm of not the, doing of well. the raw onion and then you get the deliciousness of the whole grilled that's nice oh. feeling it onions have layers john they have layers I'm not interested bro not oh i'm so disgusted right now uh <laughs> that's it john's terrible hey uh <laughs> I'm a good, yeah, I had a fine week, I guess. It, the week felt like it went really fast. This is terrible, dude. I can, like, smell it now. What the hell? Why do you... John. <laughs> no, that, do- that doesn't work. You're not me. an empathetic puker? No. Okay. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm like, disgusted right now. You know when people say, like, oh, that's money, baby. That's money, right? Anytime that you chrome something, you should be like, oh, that's onion, baby. Because it makes you want to cry. <laughs> I'm about to cry. Oh, everybody Dude. that's everybody that's listening is wondering what is what going the, on right now. On. Well, I guess a little backstory. I don't like onions. <laughs> and we had a the end. The end. battle. We had a big Not old. Onions. Yeah, Brian thinks they're the best, and I really don't like them. And that was. I mean, now I'm like they're like in my brain right now. I can't. It wasn't that I think they're the onions best. They're everywhere, they're delicious. Though. I was just trying to say that onions are in almost everything. everything. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, so so the things that I don't like about the onion is the the smell of either a raw or or, or a grilled onion. I don't like that smell. Mm. I don't like the texture of of a raw or a grilled onion either. Mm. It's it's like slimy, disgusting, wow. I, uh, or like <laughs> crunch, like cockroaches. Dude. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay, let's move on, Onion Hater. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, he's selling all his Marvel costumes, so be sure to slide into his DMs. It's Brian <laughs> Cook. Oh, man. I get no love on those. Put that ones. in your onion. <laughs> they have, there's onions in the pockets of them. Um, hi. That's We're why they're here. not selling. We're here. It's another week. Are we on vacation after this one? Is that what's going on? Like the next couple of weeks? Uh, right? Next week is our last one. Oh, we got one more time. next week. We got one I guess, more. I guess we should let the listeners know that because, uh, yeah. Oh, so, we just did. <laughs> <laughs> so we're taking the last. We're taking the last two weeks off of the year. So we got this episode. Episode twenty is our last one of of uh, this year, and then we'll, we will resume episode twenty one on January four. It'll it'll also be the first episode of Dead Batch. Of the Bad Batch season two, <laughs> the Bad Batch. <laughs> we can't say it any other way. You, you took a page out of Mike Forrester's book. <laughs> he, he stopped saying Bad Batch completely. He has, yeah. He just says Dad Batch. That's I might be working that day, guys. The uh, what? Like oh, working, working? working? Oh, that's right. January four. Yeah. At six o'clock at night, possibly. Well, you'll have to record live. Can't. That's when you go to the bathroom, John, <laughs> and you record from the bathroom. I can't talk about that. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. But yeah, I'm good. I, I kind of don't even know what's going on. I went snowboarding again this weekend. That was fun. Um, I got I to gotta wake up at like 5 a.m. tomorrow and go on a work trip, so I'm kind of dreading that. But like a quick burn, burn, <laughs> turn around. 
So where are you I going? All your, I What's thought you got all your work done last month. I know. I this was this one kind of popped up. It was unexpected. But dude, come on, man. Yeah. Stop working already. Uh, Start living. It's the holidays. You're supposed to be taking it easy. There'd be a different name for this podcast if so. <laughs> the Deadbeat Dad Batch. <laughs> the Deadbeat Batch. <laughs> we do have a little mini episode that'll drop on Christmas Day, though, with the re- with the results uh, yeah. of the. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. The so we're not special, taking any time. Okay, I was wrong. No, I mean that'll be quick. Going to do the drawing, and that's it. Speaking of, I am Boba Fett. The ship you seek is nearby. All right, we've been talking about it for the past three weeks. So if you're so you're all familiar with what we're doing, it's the Dad Batch Holiday Special Chrome Tono Raffle benefiting the National Down Syndrome Society. By now, I'm sure all of our listeners and followers have seen the absolutely awesome pictures and video on our Instagram feeds featuring our friend Indy Speeder showing off the one and only Chrome Cam Tono, which we are auctioning off this holiday season. We've partnered with NDSS to set up a charity campaign where you can both donate to a great cause and score yourself chances to win the Chrome Tono and everything we're donating to go into and with it. We started the campaign on Life Day, November 17th, and will continue through Christmas Day, December 25th. In the first week, without having even announced what would be going inside the Chrome Tono, we raised an amazing $700. And in the second week after that, as we started to reveal some sneak peeks into what each of us was donating, we raised an additional $1,000, bringing the total up to $1,700 for the two weeks alone. And then in the week since then, we added another $900, bringing our current total up to an amazing $2,600. And we still have over two weeks to go. Every dollar you donate to NDSS through our special page will get you an entry to the raffle. So $1 gets you one entry, $100 gets you 100 entries, and so on. So every dollar really counts. And you, our listeners, continue to blow us away every single day for the absolutely overwhelming support you've shown as we keep spreading the word. We'll reveal the winner in a special mini episode, which will drop on Christmas Day. So please keep following us on our social media channels and listen or watch the show every week to hear more about what else we'll be donating into the pile of loot that will go with the Chrome Tono. We've also set up a special page on thebadbatch.com to help our listeners keep track of everything we've added to the list of prizes. So seriously, thank you all so much for the truly humbling amount of support so far. And let's keep the momentum going strong as the Dad Batch helps bring our amazing friend Indy and NDSS to celebrate the holidays from Life Day through Christmas. You can visit the campaign page and make your own donation at give.ndss.org slash dadbatch. Nice. That's amazing. Man. Yeah, 2600 bucks. Keep it rolling in. 2600 bucks. Wow. Wow. So anything uh, anything new to add to the uh, pile of loot this week? Um, I actually am going to throw in something this week. You guys can see it on the screen oh. here. And then for our listeners, it's the oh. uh, Funko Pop exclusive diecast Boba Fett in a Ooh, acrylic container box thing. Collector's uh, case. Yeah. Super cool. Whoa. Um, super nice. heavy. Uh, which Ooh. after I donated it, I was like, oh man, this thing's going to be like 50 bucks to ship. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Dang, man. <laughs> throwing that nice. in. I, I should have mentioned mine before yours. I'm throwing in a couple of figs, cool. uh, a black series, oh, uh, Wrecker and a fig pins and an old school, uh, I think a 20 year old, uh, Darth Maul, uh, three and three quarter inch fig. 
Nice. It's like from when the Phantom Menace came out, so it's pretty old. Oh, wow. figures. Um, or a little that. after that, but it's really old. Yeah, two thousand one or something. I thought you meant like Figs. fruit. Not not like the ones, not the kind from the trees, but the kind Those from Toys R Us and other stores like that. Toys R Us is around still. Yeah. In Canada, it came yeah. back, dude. It came back, right? <laughs> I think it's coming back. It'll come back. I don't. We have some inside awesome Macy's, but yeah, yeah, they have them inside Macy's. Appreciate oh. everyone donating. That's really, really cool. This is going very well. Yeah, yeah. Twenty six hundred yeah. bucks, man. That's amazing. That's crazy. How heavy is We've this thing going to be? Two weeks left. Very heavy. And I've got something else to add. So, so we had already announced that there's going to be what is it, a quart of luminoluster paint in there? Is that what? It, yeah. Yeah. So it's a quart of luminoluster yep. paint. So the whole quart. So I mean, you guys have heard our process that we talk about, where we, you know, we'll paint something black and then we. We could put a gloss coat on it, and then we airbrush the aluminum luster on, and then we gloss it again. And that's essentially like the Beskar, you know, Dinjarin Mandalorian paint job process. Exactly. So um, to make sure that our listeners actually have everything that they would need to do that, I've got a can of uh, the 2K Max cr- uh, gloss coat that we use, same stuff that, nice, that we use for nice. our stuff, and yep. an airbrush kit. It's got the compressor and the airbrush. Oh, oh. So, the compressor too? What? Yeah, it's a little kit. It's what? got the compressor and and the airbrush, um, all brand new. It will so that'll be going in there. So you'll, you'll between the luster and the clear coat and the airbrush kit, you'll have everything that you need to reproduce that whole paint scheme. What? That's so cool. What's awesome about this, Ramy? This edition, like everything is is super thoughtful. But but when we started adding like the luster and those things that some people that the winner may not know how to use it. This is like thoughtful addition. Well, we need black help paint. them. Exactly. Well, now yeah. they have all the tools. Yeah. And they have everything they need. That's what I was thinking about. It's like, well, if, what if somebody gets the luster that doesn't have any of the, the rest of it to make it work? I mean, it, it's honestly that luster is so valuable just by itself. It would be a shame to not yeah. have everything else to at least. Come I mean, I, I should probably so add just like simple okay. paints ju- just so they can practice with. Before they do the luminoluster, yeah, no, practice with the luminoluster. You because ha- you there's because regular paint is not the same as that stuff. So you have to keep practicing and practicing and practicing with that. And but, but I mean, like even, even just learning too. how to use the trigger and like just just the mechanics of of the airbrush. Just yeah, and this kit, go. this kit yeah. actually comes with like three different airbrush airbrushes in there so there's there's um there's one that's like the the double action like what i use where you can you push down and then pull back to kind of control the flow um and then there's also um at least one of the other ones is a single action and then i think one of them's like gravity fed and the other one's different so you know what i'll do too i'll print some very thoughtful i'll print some raw thermal detonators to throw in there too so they have something to practice there you go there you go so they can do it there you go and some scar i'll i'll put a little little collection of raw things along with finished ones but things they can work on with the thing they yeah. who's gonna throw okay. in black spray paint dude sorry i've got to throw in black spray paint i'll do that oh whatever oh i'll throw in paint. hold up wait can i ship hold paint? up i don't think we can ship spray paint hold on hold up <laughs> let's let's think about this um it got no shipped to me no one needs to know. right but through through it through someone that's allowed to ship it no one needs it's hazmat. If, that's why. If All I right. if I send it through if I send it through UPS, it'll it'll be fine because they can handle it. UPS is. We'll, right, we'll mark we'll mark the packages appropriately. Ma- Just, magnets yeah, and spray paint. Yeah. Everything comes. ethically because yeah. that's all we know is yeah. ethics. 
Thank you again, everybody, yeah. for tuning in. If you'd like to interact with us more, follow us at DadBatchPod on Instagram. And if you want to support the show, grab a new limited edition holiday special ugly Christmas sweater at the DadBatch.com. Oh, I got to check and see where mine's at. I, <laughs> I got to get one. <laughs> this garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. This week is brought to you by Frozen 3D. Frozen is developing some of the industry's most advanced resins, like their new Christmas special resin that not only can color change, but can print out soft and shatterproof materials, making your 3D prints worry-free. Wait, what? You should. Wow. Yes. You should <laughs> also up, use up. our discount code available on our Instagram page for 15% off select items. But hurry, these offers expire December 10th. Yeah, guys. Oh. All right, you guys so tell us about Frozen, this resin. So Frozen just dropped today their Christmas special resin. Comes in white, comes in green, comes in red. And okay. <clears throat> Does it taste like peppermint? Don't drink the resin. Don't. Okay. Do not. I feel like we have this conversation with you every week, Tech. (laughs) Do not. (laughs) Don't drink drink the resin. The resin. Got it. Does it it. smell like peppermint? So when you when you print with this resin, uh, (laughs) that's legitimate question. If you heat it up with like a heat gun, um, it'll change colors permanently. No way. Um, Permanently. Yeah, and so so like on their webpage, they have like this little tiny heat gun from like Amazon, and they're like they're like airbrushing. Like, like hot airbrushing a design into the print, what? and then they printed like this little ornament that goes on the tree, and straight from the printer you can see them like, uh, like twisting it the spiral. They're like twisting yeah. the 3D print, oh. and like bending it and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Is awesome. it like the Onyx stuff, but but opposite? No. It's just very flexible okay. and not, dude. Not. Uh... I can't believe that they dropped it at. 29 bucks that's good because the, the resin bucks. yeah because wow. typically that kind of stuff is like 69 70 dollars yeah i ordered more, stuff yeah. i ordered i ordered, a set. I ordered one of each color so i can test it out but Ooh, oh my wow. gosh nice. once i saw the flexible stuff i was like yes um Bro. all right guys might be the answer who is working on what i don't have too much going on i have some pulse rifles i'm painting um one of them is mine and one of them is a buddy of mine's. Um, and I was having a debate uh, like recently, like within the last couple hours, what color is accurate or whatever. So I understand best brown is what, what the actual color is, but the film was filtered so that so it came out green. And then uh, that's from Aliens. So in Aliens, Alien 3, the gun is black. So I'm whatever. I'm going to do green because I, I think it looks good. Um, and I'm also painting some of Raimi's... Um, he sent me his hand pieces and his helmet from uh, his Daft Punk set. So um, I alumilustered him and I tried one gold and it didn't work out right. So I had to start over. Um, so now they're alumilustered again. Went through the whole matte black, uh, 2K metallic. Um, so I'm, I tested another gold that I liked. So I think we're going to try and, and uh, move forward with that. Um, and, um, I just pulled out since, since I don't want to go pre- too premature with this, but uh, since the bad batch trailer just dropped, 
I pulled out my my pieces of my uh, season two kit that I haven't really worked on yet, and kind of laid them out and um, started assessing and planning how we're going to go about painting our kits um, with the new very limited references we got. Um, and I think that's it for me. Um, I made, uh, I've already posted it, but this guy, my BD droid finally assembled it and i um, pretty happy with how it turned out. I mean, this is my first time not doing a costume. This is like, oh, well, I've, I mean, I've done blasters, but something this intricate. So it's kind of cool. And Dude, um, does his head flop around like mine? A little bit. <clears throat> like it goes back a little bit, but it's a little, it's stiff. And then um, I think I'm going to install lights later. So I, I have a magnets that are kind of attached to the face, um, which is Of course cool. you do. Cool. Yeah. I just glued that magnets. thing on. Yeah, but I want to be able to the, reach in there and, and add some some lights. I'll figure that out maybe. Um, but it was nice to finally finish it. Like you, you start projects, then you kind of print parts, put them aside, put them in a box, and I mean, you guys know the drill. And uh, I don't know. I just felt inspired all of a sudden. I just got that surge to. I need like I think it was Monday. It hit me. I'm I'm looking at. It, I'm like I need to finish this dang thing. And then I knew the podcast was coming Wednesday. I'm like, there's my goal. Wednesday's my goal. I want to get it done. And so my, I still and got black hands from the black wash and whatnot, but <clears throat> we, we droids are stills from that new game. Droids are addicting, man. You next thing you know, you got to build a pit droid next. Like once you build a pit <laughs> droid, it's all over, dude. Because well, like BD's so manageable because he's tiny. Yeah, yeah BD's manageable because he's tiny. Pit droids, you start getting a little bit bigger, more space. It's like, mm-hmm. didn't we take our pit droids to the photo we shoot? Did. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what was yours called? What was mine called? Mine's mine's uh mine's, mine's Don Cheadle. Yours is Screwneck. Don, that's right. What's the that's name? Right. Mine is Don Cheadle. <laughs> yeah, his actor. name is <laughs> War Machine. Okay. Like the actor, right? And mine's name is Screwneck because I broke his neck a couple times <laughs> and I had to repair it. <laughs> and he's he's still he's sitting in my garage right now. Yeah. And then um, the other thing too is um, I'm not really uh, I'm I'm thinking about the next costume that I'm going to build. And um, mm. so finally decided uh, Daimyo Boba from Book of Boba Fett. Um, so I ordered the uh, the really nice. amazing design from Redbow Props. Um, ordered that that bucket, so that'll get here probably February. And then um, went down the the deep tunnel of the forums in the in the the, uh, the bounty hunters guild. And um, luckily, I found a builder who re- documented his build really well with pictures, and he had all the photos from from Star Wars Celebration of the costume, which is awesome. I mean, the fact that we can see a three sixty. Oh. Thing, up close, right? Like it's almost like cheating compared to what folks trying to build from 1977 had to do, right? Like, but it's awesome. So um, the next piece that I bought, um, there's actually some Under Armour boots when you can see the logo, and I found them on eBay. It was one pair. I looked frantically for like a day, and I found a pair, um, found my size, and they're gonna, they gonna charge, ride. They upcharge like crazy. The originally for like seventy bucks, I got them. I got them. With shipping, um, paying 120, but they don't make them anymore. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's not so, terrible. So it wasn't. Yeah, so they don't make them anymore. Like gouging. Yeah. No, yeah, somebody that knows. Pair of boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but that excitement, 
is is coming back right you know the excitement right because it's like ooh, and 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 i'm excited about this one too because of steven's build um what kim has and what echo has and brian maybe you're gonna do a cad bane i don't know and then john maybe you'll be that weird looking like who dude I, I, that's no rotation no i'm not doing that guy you got if you guys want to figure something out for me something cool we'll we'll, we'll we'll work on that book of boba fett vibe but i'm not doing that freaking whatever his name was that that uh what is he the <laughs> salutations he? oh man I don't know. yeah he the, the twi'lek i'm not doing that guy but chrysanthemum i forgot what you were talking about boba and din oh, man. the the mayor domo is that his name i don't yeah. know the major john the would you be down or? for um cob vanth you'd have to shave dire hair kind of kind of dire hair a little bit i'm not i'm Dude. Like, like just like the the, the red shirt Cobb Dude, Vanth? I have the whole no, Cobb Vanth suit. A new Cobb Vanth. Wear it. Season two Cobb Vanth. Oh, well, there, dude, I'll just wear it. Oh, oh like Ro- Robocop Cobb? Robo, Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> Robocop. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I'll just wear Raimi's. Raimi I'll wear his Cobb. Uh, and I have white. Raimi could pull off Bill Burr with the gun coming out of this thing. Oh, just have to shave. Uh, yeah. Mayfield. I'm Mayfield. I'm not yeah, ready. Yeah. I'm not ready to reveal I'm not ready to reveal anything about that yet. Oh <laughs> NDAs. <Whoa>. NDAs. <laughs> no, just, yeah, I just NDAs. I'm just not far enough along on that too. But but it is uh it's in the works. So. And I would like no to comment way. that I am got, not I am not building I've already a got the green suit. <laughs> oh, Maybe I'll build a cad bane. We'll just paint your know. face blue and then wear your hat and we call it good. I mean, I, that's a, just call you the blue man. That's like, blue, uh, that's like one of those. Yeah. Like, your teeth. You already <laughs> have the wasn't a question. What would you get? Cad Bane. But I, I, I heard the actor was seven feet tall that played Cad Bane. No, he's like six, six or something. Uh, still the camera angles, man. Tall. It's all camera angles. Yeah, yeah, I Look at Tom Cruise. But you don't need to be that. You, you're Vader. Aren't you Vader? Yeah. Aren't you a Vader? Yeah. yeah. I can pull it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. You can be six seven in Cad Bane. Being too. awesome's hard, Brian. Come on, like, it costs money. Yeah, man. Being awesome's hard, money. bro. Get it with it. Money too. Get to get taller, bro. Uh, <laughs> Just get taller. That's fair. That's fair. Can I go next? What about you, Stephen? What are you working on? Oh, okay. Sorry, Brian. I've go done. <clears throat> I've done nothing. Um, I printed out half of a thermal detonator. <laughs> um, <laughs> Workbenches. Can I go next? Um, I've done nothing. Uh, yeah. Eight benches. Right? Sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm on like week three, week four now. Of like, what have you done? Absolutely nothing. Um, no, I would. I do want to give a shout oh. out though to our friend Doctor Sci-Fi, Darren, Darren Moser, who has oh yeah, an incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he has an incredible K two SO costume, or not? It's a puppet, right? Pup, I don't know. And the BD one. No, the they're all yeah, they're yeah. all puppets. Dr. Sci-Fi on Instagram. He made these sweet, and this is for people that watch the video of this. It's it's the uh what do they call it? The Andor Lego pieces on, on yeah. program. And it's basically the little Narcina five make up parts. the dish. Yeah. Narcina five. So I like how at the at the end, at the end where it says like how many times you need to do it, it just says an infinity sign. Yeah, infinite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really um, Shout out to Darren, Dr. Sci-Fi. I know he's on our list of guests in the future. So The thing about Darren is, I, and I, 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 you know, mark my words, right? Like I'll be the, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. I really feel like he is practicing what we preach about 
doing what you love and just letting it letting the 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 pieces fall where they may because yep. he is so dedicated to his craft that I feel like on the next trilogy or something or whatever for Star Wars when they need a puppeteer he's going to be lined up he's already lined himself up because he's already doing what he loves I mean yep, that's yep. how the that's literally how literally how the R2 builders yeah. got booked for Force Awakens that's true. They, yeah. they were just doing what they loved at celebration. Yeah. And and the and the so. studios are like these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And they and they bring them in. That's um, why you need to follow your dreams, kids. That's your why dreams. you need to follow your I mean, when you trust me. things too, right? He's trust he's me. also skilled. Um, you know, he worked towards learning what's needed. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it. A lot of work got to do it. Yeah. He's been doing it for years, but Quick, when you yeah. see him at a convention holding his BD one and he just yep. comes up to people and does the whole puppeteering thing. He disappears. It's amazing. Like, yeah. You only see the puppet at that point. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you what, he's such it's, like it's an amazing. engineering guy. Quick, quick story. Uh, I think years ago, um, Ramey, when, when, when y'all were running the IE squad and you guys did uh, a holiday party out there and he had, he had his PVC frame for K2 and he had flippers mm-hmm. that the PVC frame connected to. So all it was was PVC. It was just like a stick yeah. man. And he had the whole mechanics and he had hinges that he worked up out of basically just parts from home Depot. And he was walking around. It's like plumbing like, parts. Yeah. This is how it's going to work. And this is, this is this. And it had arms and it was like, you could see the vision in his head right there in front of you. And it was literally just a stick man. And um, if, if you haven't seen his K2SO strongly urge you to check it out. It's um, amazing. Now the thing you can see his vision as much as his excitement. Yeah. 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 And his BD one, we, we saw his BD one at the, at the Hollywood Christmas parade. Yeah. It's intense. Amazing. Yeah. He's got, he, pu- he puppeteers it so well. Yeah. If he had some blue or green gloves on, He'd be, you know, <laughs> he could be deleted. <laughs> he could be green screen, right? Photoshop yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. been, that's well, my, you know, you see that's my dream is to be deleted off camera one day. <laughs> but your your creation is there. But only after you've made it in for a couple of days, like before they have a chance. To, like the blue jeans guy that was that made it in yeah. Mandalorian. It's like that, yeah. 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 Oh, and then you're gone, right? And then you're yeah. gone. That's yeah. it for me. My admiration for for oh. Doctor Sci-Fi. So Raimi or um, I, I wanted Touché. to talk. I, I, I teased this a little bit earlier, but uh, after listening to Joe's uh, uh, interview on the armor party podcast, I, so I, I printed this, which is a uh, 3d print of the um, Jedi temple guard helmet temple guard. from Andor. This is yeah. this is one of the ones that was in Luthen's. Uh, that's the same. This is the, so the same one. The mystery makers. Yeah, that's the same one that's yeah. going to be in the Camtona. And yeah. so I I printed this in one piece on my wow. frozen uh, Sonic Mega <laughs> 8K uh, at 100 percent scale using their 8K resin, and it came out beautifully. Nice. Um, now my plan for this is to do you know like a, a nice weathered white uh, with some black wash, but um, for the actual 
filigree, um, the raised elements. Um, I, you know, I could just hit it with some gold metallic paint, but I really want to make this special. So I ordered a um, 24 karat gold leafing kit. Bling. And I'm going to gold leaf it. Now, I've never done that before. Um, I don't Can think it's extremely it? difficult. I, that I, I think I, it's more of the, I will the film material. I, I think you have to add an adhesive and then like kind of pat it on. So, like yeah, there's if you, if you YouTube it, there's so many different, you know, YouTube tutorials about it. But it's still, you know, it, it's still a new skill that I, I don't have down. And so after listening to Joe's um, um, show, his interview, I mean, he... You, you've said it so many times on here and in person, and it's never really clicked with me that you literally printed an entire clone trooper for practice. And so what I did was I, I looked around my office and I, and I found um, an item. You guys remember that, that power stone orb mm-hmm. that I printed and I was going to have John oh, yeah. Illumilester it. So fiasco. So I went to to Hobby Lobby and I got some uh, silver leaf, oh. and oh. and I did it by hand. Oh, and it came out so good. that's sick, dude. And so not only did I silver leaf the whole thing Bruh. and like just practice with it, I did copper leaf on the in, on the inside too. Oh, Bruh. And, then, and I haven't even weathered it yet. So Dude. I'm get, I'm I don't get, think you need to. It I looks w- so good. I wouldn't weather it. That looks perfect. Dang. What? I, I'm so Do you still have an extra one of those? Uh, <laughs> I want to try. I want to do that. It, it looks so good. It's It came out so good. And like oh my, now, you crushed it. Now I have this new talent of how to like metal leaf items. Can you Can you metal leaf the other one and just send it to me? <laughs> Well, I don't have the it other parts good. anymore. You're the metal leaf master now. Um, Dude. But now I have the confidence what? and the competence to do the gold leaf Ooh. on the mask. There you go. So thank you. Thank you, Joe. You, you actually inspired me by oh. with, with that. So oh. I just wanted to let you know that. Appreciate that, man. Dude, That's you killed epic. that. That is... That that belongs like on a mantle somewhere. So I don't know where you're going to have space. Oh, yeah. but that Well, belongs. it's going to go with other infinity stones. And now oh. I'm looking all over my like collection to see what else. Like, can what I can I, I go? Leaf? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be like the equivalent of John, but he's gonna be leafing like his kids like tomorrow or something. Hey, uh, leaf and go. <laughs> Should I check and That's see? Fun if, though. Do I need to yeah, leaf and leaf go. and go dot com? All right, give me that. Stand by. Oh, well, I, might as well. I, I think in general, what? it's it's a cool thing to talk about. Like we talk so much about um, Aluma Luster and the two K and all that. Like, yes, that is a great way to make things look metal but there's there more stuff other right. things you can do um that leafing is completely rub insane buff. rub and buff works i, I still love rub and yep. buff and i really love using it um, i might use that on those on my pulse rifles yeah yeah, yeah. so there it's, are different things great for there. little little nicks and so those who can't yeah. afford alumilester this is graphite powder yep graphite that too powder. yeah this is just graphite powder with black gloss paint and then yep um yeah it's it's a it's a cheap version but i mean from a distance for what you know no but it it's everything's good and anything that i don't want like 
I don't want artists to think that they need to use the most expensive thing or the most uh, talked about thing. Use whatever you want, but there's so many different things you can do to make uh, your props look great that you don't have to, you know, don't, don't be like, damn, I, I need to, I need to buy this or I need to buy that. Yeah, do whatever 100%. you want. But well, we th- talk- there's, there's so many options. You're right, John. We talked about that with um, Mike Forrester on, on Armor Party is like, there's some people that just want the look. And there's some people that want to know like, okay, what was actually used on screen? I want that. Sure. And so there's multiple yeah. paths to get to where you want to go. Right. It's just like Boba Fett, you know, because like, you know, there's so many people who they offer, you know, Boba Fett painting commission services because they use the mm-hmm. the actual, you know, Pantone uh, colors and all that stuff. But if you go like to the dented helmet, there's literally a a, a shopping list for just rattle cans. That's what mine is. Yeah. My whole Boba Fett's just uh, Depot Rust-Oleum rattle cans. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But look, Steven just tried it. He just went and got it and tried it himself. I mean, that's he I did love, it. I he love did it. It. stuff like that. You know, you don't don't be afraid to just experiment and just try something. You know, just, you did that with the rust paint, right? Yeah, I did that with the it's rust. Kind of like, yeah. oh, try yeah. this out. Yeah, and I love it now. Thank you for that. <laughs> don't be afraid. I put that. That's don't not afraid. afraid to try. Afraid. All right, so for my workbench, Maybe. I haven't been able to do anything because it's too cold. And so, so to solve that, oh, to cold. solve that problem, I have all the parts now, and so I'm going to try and get this put together tomorrow. And uh, I'll I'll do like a little video walkthrough of it when it's done, assuming that I can get it all figured out. But so the the main piece is this. So it's it's a heater and a fan mm. that's all all combined, um, and then that is controlled by this little power supply. It's got a, a temperature probe, and I can program this to set the range of temperatures that I want it to mm. keep the temperature within, and so that it'll it'll actually control that heater, turn it on and off, and keep the inside of the print chamber a specific temperature range. And so, and then there's just like a, a kind of like computer power supply type brick that you'd see for a laptop. Um, so those three things together um, should be able to be put together in a way that will make it so that I've got basically a little thermostat and a heater for inside the printer to keep everything at consistent temperature. That way it doesn't matter if it's a little warm in the afternoon or freezing cold at night, it will keep the printer at the exact same temperature. Nice. Knock on wood. That will get me back in business. Cause I mean, the, the, that's the problem with these giant printers. It's like, it's an expensive failure if it's something doesn't go right, especially after yeah. two days worth of printing. And then it, you know, decides to take a dump. So that's another reason why it's been slowing me down from making stuff is is cold in my garage really cold yeah. even yeah, yeah i haven't touched mine in a week yeah there was i mean there was so. there was snow outside in my yard when i got up this morning so little tip Ramy, when you are printing with the heater don't lift or open the door of the because <laughs> just a little shift in temperature can let it be got cause, got a little experience on that one maybe cause lines yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah leave it yeah. alone leave your prints alone a, a 35 dollar webcam will solve that problem too then you, then you can see what's going on without opening the that's door. That's why you're Echo. Um, but that's it. I haven't I haven't had time. I was out of town, and then I just am busy. So, but this will get me back in business. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay, a little bit of Mandalorian news, as we had talked about before um, at the. Uh, at the Comic-Con in Brazil that they had on uh, the first last week, uh, they 
did some announcements. So we got um, we got a trailer, right? And uh, so that that was revealed. And then we also got a list of uh, writers. Did we get a Mandalorian trailer? I know they did. Oh, maybe we didn't. They I did. We just that, got yeah, a- I'm getting my wires crossed with Indiana Jones. You're right. I think we um, just got a, a date for Mando. Yeah, we did. So that's part of this too. So on March 1st of 2023 will be the the first episode. Um, and that episode was directed uh, – no, sorry. These are the writers. So the writers for the episodes, we've got John Favreau on every single episode as um, either sole or partial writing credit. Then episode three also has uh, Noah Clure. Episode four has uh, Dave Filoni as does episode seven. And then otherwise John Favreau is listed as the writer for all of the episodes for season three. So yeah. we know that Ahsoka is coming on episode four. And seven. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guaranteed. Yeah. And, uh, and so we've got eight episodes total for the season. Um, I don't have dates here, but we could probably figure out what those days are knowing that it starts on March 1st. So. Um, hmm. We got a lot of news for uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to the uh, the, video, the original video game. So um, the folks at Steam uh, sort of flubbed it and accidentally put a placeholder page up for the game that, that revealed that March 16th of 2023 was going to be the official launch date for the game. And then, um, and then, as part Whoops. of that, they also they also revealed that that we'd be getting um, full gameplay revealed this week. So, yep. um, which actually later got confirmed by EA. So EA, after that flub, uh, they decided to just go ahead and reveal. So um, at the <laughs> at the Game Awards that'll be Thursday. So probably around the same time that this is uh, hitting your your podcast app of choice, um, we'll also be seeing. Um, official imagery and and gameplay footage. So we also got as part of that announcement, EA revealed like a, like this is probably like the box art. So it shows a, an older Cal Kestis and BD one. It's five years later, right? uh, Is it? Okay. So, I mean, that looks about right. That's it. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's a little, five years later, a little bit older. He's been through it. Yep. So, and then we also, as part of that, we also know now what the, um, what the bonus material is going to look like so that for the, the pre-orders. So for the standard version of the game, if you pre-purchase, you get um, a hermit costume for Cal, which looks very much like a, you know, kind of Obi-Wan Jedi. It actually looks very much like the, the look that Obi-Wan has at the end of the show in the last episode um, with the goggles and, and Jedi tabards and everything. Um, it's got a specific hermit lightsaber uh, set and then a, uh, a blaster set. And if you get the deluxe edition, um, then there is there's two different outfit costumes for Cal. One is a scoundrel, which is basically Han Solo's costume, as well as a blaster, and then a skin that matches Han Solo, and then Luke's yellow jacket from the end of A New Hope, um, and then a different lightsaber Ooh. for that costume, and then a BD that is quite a bit different looking, um, and is R two D two paint scheme. So I was quite partial to the Han Solo getup. Yeah, cool. yeah, and that BD, that BD unit is a little different too, um, especially around the visor and the head. It's got some different details there. Yeah, are these yeah. are these skins just for fun, or are they like part of the game? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's just for fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So. If, the last game were for fun. Yeah, they're just they don't change the gameplay. You just customize. Your I mean, it's like my yeah. first yeah. my first saw the these sabers. skins. I, I mean. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just in the minority here, but when I first saw these skins, I was like kind of put off by it. 
Because I was like, really? The original ones or the old or the new ones? These these new ones. I'm looking at them right now and I was just like, really? Han Solo? Luke Skywalker? Come on. (laughs) But those are, if you do the pre-order, there's still going to be like 10 different skins that you can choose from. You don't have to, you don't have to get that deluxe version. There's a bunch. It's like a and saber. He's going to have more costumes. Sabers too. in the hilt. Yeah. I mean, you, you you can change them in the original game a million times. It doesn't you just do what you want. Yeah, yeah. Round you, 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 it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, in the first yeah. one, there's yeah. thirty different ponchos you can wear. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's going to be a million different <laughs> yeah. aesthetic that changes. Got me make. on my poncho kick. Really, I was watching you guys. <laughs> but but um but I when I reached out to um to Christy to have my poncho made for my Mando, I I. I showed her Calcestis and I said, Hey, let this inspire you. Don't, don't copy it, but let this inspire you. She, she killed it, man. She, she nailed it. Yeah. She dude, she did an incredible job. And, um, yeah, that game is rad, dude. I love that game. Yeah. The map, the map sucked on it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I had to go back so the many map times. System. No, because you couldn't tell. I mean, there were like three different floors, and you couldn't tell where, where you were, where you needed to go, because everything was kind of like there's entire, a million floors. Because then you got to take a cable car to go up to one angle. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I know what level. That's uh, oh, what planet is that? I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm okay. talking about? Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I, 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 that was a fun yeah. game. Now, terrible. Yeah, loved that game, but that mapping system was terrible. <laughs> Hope they fixed it. Sorry, Rami. Go on. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I don't really have any details to, to talk about with this next one, but we got the Indiana Jones trailer. I don't know if anybody wants to, to chime in and weigh in on that. But I think the dog Indy. Yeah, exactly. Before the trailer started, I was kind of just rolling my eyes because I started getting like Crystal Skull memories flooding in. And then as the trailer progressed, I just like got more invested into it. And then in the middle of the trailer, when the indie music kicks off, when he grabs his hat, I was just like, oh man, I'm in. Here we I'm go. In. <laughs> and then the bit at the end of the trailer with the, with the whip and the guns. Was, okay. Yeah. That was, and that was great. Now, now I'm not one to like really, unlike Brian, um, I'm not one to judge uh, the CG of a movie based on its trailer, but man, the de-aging of Harrison Ford in there was like, that's amazing. That's that the, looks good. The best pre CGI I've ever seen. I think it's getting better. So you guys might, you guys might be disappointed. I, I don't think I've ever f- finished an Indiana Jones movie. Oh, all the get way out through. of here. Get John. leave. I leave. John. Yeah. Yeah. Leave. I, I'm not a big see that see that X at the top corner of your screen. I, hit the thing it. Is, the, uh, <laughs> the whole like fighting Nazi thing it's an is onion like, thing, right? It's an onion thing. It must be. I mean, <laughs> oh, I've never, I've, so, so, I'm, I think I've just never been exposed to it in so, a way where they're like, "You got to watch this," you know? Like it's kind of like I never smells like onions. That's what you're saying. I mean, it's the text. It's the probably. texture. So John, John, maybe <laughs> text maybe the next hunter's hard drive is walking us through these movies, and you tell us. Well, <laughs> I'd have to watch them first. Yeah, but do one at a time. If there's you only three movies that exist anyway, there's only three. Only, I thought there were like five. I don't know. No, there's, no. there's four if you count the one. But if you like I said, that, there's only three. There's really three. I'll, I'll take recommendations off the air once we're set. Watch the second. <laughs> this one. Is, I've never really. The ride is was good at Disney. I remember that. Dude, I love them all, man. Or was it Universal? I don't even know where that was. Yeah, it's at Disney. That was good. Yeah, okay, that was good. I remember that. Doctor Jones. And and listen, Steven, I call out trash CGI. 
Here we go. <laughs> when warranted. Here we go. When warranted. Here so, we go. Did you did you pre order the Hot Toys She Hulk yet? No. Yeah. I, I sent you the link, Brian. <laughs> I'm sure I those sent you the link last oh. night. Speaking Guaranteed those of Hot Toys. Uh, Guaranteed those are getting canceled. They're not going to get canceled. Oh. Oh. Well, the 47 people I mean, that buy them. Do I'm want, sorry, do... you're not getting them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So we uh, yeah. also 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 in the news we uh, we got got a little bit of uh, news about a little thing we call the bad batch the bad batch um, and before before the really big thing that we'll sink our teeth into here in a minute um, so we got an episode list so we know the air dates and the titles for all of the episodes so there's 16 episodes in total uh, we were gonna get we're gonna get two episodes on January 4th not just one so um, those two are called the spoils of war and the ruins of war. Followed by, um, there's one episode every week. I'm kind of scanning the list here. I don't think uh, so. Oh, okay. So we get one episode a week for a few weeks. So we get the solitary clone, faster, entombed, and tribe. Followed by a two episode sort of mid season um, arc that'll air on February 8th with two episodes. One called the Clone Conspiracy and another one called Truth and Consequences. Then we go into um, a bunch of single episodes running up to the final, which is uh, two again. Uh, we get The Crossing, Retrieval, Metamorphosis, The Outpost, Pabu, Tipping Point. And then on March 29th, we get a double episode finale uh, with two episodes, one called The Summit and another one called Plan 99. The last episode title scares me. You think that's because... going to be it? They're all going to... They're all going to get dead. And we're going to find mean, out why Echo Base is called Echo Base. Well, we might not. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Who goes I, first? It worries me. <laughs> and is Crosshair the I'm one that's calling it right now? Plan, 90, plan 99 is when they get Crosshair back, but at what cost? Dude, that's too late. 16 <laughs> episodes in? End of the season? And when they get Crosshair back, does he just. I think he might sacrifice himself. Does he just. Um, take point. his imperial armor off and just put his old one back on. <laughs> he's gonna put the chip back in. <laughs> you mean he's gonna take it out? <laughs> Episode two, season one. He takes it out. Get with <laughs> no, it. No more chips on program. Oh. <laughs> mm. Okay, and then we got finally after all this time and us trying to. Uh, coerce karma into giving it to us sooner we finally got our trailer so i am going this is, to seriously this is the one that released on thanksgiving yeah yep. yeah exactly <laughs> oh, yeah we called it right? what the oh oh so yeah Fancy. so um we've actually if for anyone watching the video we just got joined by an additional caller which is the trailer itself so what we're going to do is we're going <laughs> to we're going to play the trailer we'll be able to hear the audio and everything we're going to play it through in its entirety and then without interrupting it once and then we'll go back and we can kind of break it down and talk through it, okay? Deal. All right, so here we go. Go, 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 go! We went over the plan five times. I got the package, didn't I? We need a pickup. Hang on. Grab the light. So, 
is the top team. The road clones on the run from the Empire, huh? Hello. How juicy. The Empire's growing stronger. We should be doing more. You want to really be free? Then pull off this heist and you can have a future. Rumors are more and more clones have been questioning the Order. Then they're traitors, like the Jedi. You all gave up everything because of me. We made the right choice, Omega. But there are others out there who need our help. What sort of treachery is this? Stay back! seeks to establish peace and order throughout the galaxy. Peace? Peace was never an option. We're soldiers. We do what needs to be done. Move! You know what makes us different? We make our own choices. What do you need, Rex? Any chance I could use you for a mission? Parents, The Bad Batch, new season, streaming January 4th, only on Disney+. Plus. Woo! Ooh, man, oh man. Parents. Very so, little crosshair. Parents. Yeah, very, very little crosshair. I think he's irrelevant. I think they're trying to keep the mystery around him. He's irrelevant. Why does, why does Record look like he's riding a wampa uh, in the beginning when they're running? He's like... Be. <laughs> it's like leaning back yeah like you can see the other guys they're like running and he's like because he's carrying something huge he's he probably, got the package didn't yeah. he he's like in the first trailer you can see him he's carrying like this giant crate it's like yeah, bigger than him he's got a big crate so um so yeah so it's so it starts out kind of in this island surrounded by ocean and that and, and the trees are like a mix of banyan trees and palm trees and then we see these crab creatures um that pour out and then it cuts back and we see hunter wrecker echo all running from this and wrecker's carrying the big crate um clearly they're on some mission that that went sideways didn't quite go according to plan at least as far as echo is concerned but but they got the, the the crate so they're happy um so i can play through this again and uh i will i'll drive the video here and you guys just flag me down when we want to pause on something and talk about it okay that works pause and, and, and I'll do the yep. same. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no crosshair really, so just go ahead and just play through it. <laughs> and this is the same footage we saw during celebration. It is, yeah. At the panel. And what's interesting is right here in these sequences, you don't see Omega, and yet as soon as now all of a sudden Omega's there running with them. So I wonder what there's something in the editing it, there. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. in the trailer for uh, at Celebration, she was like the main yeah. uh, focus. It, yeah. it was her in the beginning, her running, her you know shooting those crap things, yeah. and then the Bad Batch sort of popped up. Yeah, or whatever. so I so think, they're kind of like reversing it a bit. Yeah, and I think the, there's probably right. enough distance between Omega and the rest of the squad that that's just in the shot. You just don't. Yeah, get well, yeah, her and tech, her and tech, her and tech, tech, tech were together. Yeah, she was studying. On that data pad, and Tech was like, "Make yep. sure you do your studies." And then all of a sudden, she went to help. Yep. The boys called in for help, and she's like, "I got it." Right? Yeah, yeah. 
And, and she's the- proficient at this bow thing now, so it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and she runs right up, right runs right up the body of that crab thing. How, how much older air. is she supposed to be? How much older? I don't know. They're, they're clones. They don't age. It might they're, be a year, maybe. Yeah. Brian's got the hat. I have the Omega helmet right behind me. You have it. Oh, it's right there. It is. Yeah, it's, yeah, right, it's right there. On his right side. Yeah. Oh. Or your right side. His left. It's in the back. I have one too. It's it's downstairs. Oh, that's an Indiana Jones joke right there. Your Thanks, other Brian. right. Oh no! So in the next sequence, um, you know, we see some some uh, Hunter and Wrecker hiding in some wreckage. We see some clone gunships fly overhead, uh, which are my favorite ships. Always so awesome. And we see the uh, the whole crew disembarking from the Marauder, and we hear a woman's voice I, that initially I thought just assumed was Sid, but it's not. It's somebody that's there with Sid. Yeah. Um, she says, so Who's this that? is the top team, rogue clones on the run from the Empire, huh? Well, that was the voice of Rosie Perez, I think. Unmistakable. Oh. I don't know if that really? was Rosie Perez. I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. No. No, I don't Un- think unmistakable. so. Unmistakable. Come on. I, I no, no. I, I could tell if it's Rosie Perez. Roll, roll the that was not Rosie Perez. That, that's not Rosie Perez. You know, I've usually well, got your back record, but I'm I'm with them the, on this one. I don't think it's Rosie Perez. <laughs> the, okay. Yeah, I don't think the, whatever. So the better see, part let's, of let's that scene, anyways, was Omega going, "Hello, hello." Team, the rogue clones on the run from the Empire, huh? Hello. That's not her, bro. Oh, Hello. No, it's Wanda Sykes. Gabriel. I'm sorry, it's Wanda Sykes. There you go. That's uh, Wanda that, Sykes. That I could get behind. Yeah. Okay. Better. You, that was what you were thinking, so, Stephen. <laughs> Redemption, Stephen. Redemption. Yeah. Rosie Perez is something else, right? Yeah, yeah. No, from the nineties. Exactly like Wanda Sykes. What men can't jump. That's right. Nailed it. And so, <laughs> and uh, and the woman, woman calls the clones juicy. So I assume at some point they're Weird. wearing sweatpants yeah. and say juicy across them or something. I don't know. <laughs> or they're on roids. They're on steroids. So in the next, we start to see there's some pieces that are coming up that we can also piece together with some sequences that happen later. Um, so we see the, the uh, an Imperial officer and six TK troopers coming off of a, um, a shuttle, a Republic shuttle. I love that, that phase one TK design. Yeah. Like, how it's just straight Macquarie. Yeah, the Macquarie. Yeah. So good. Yeah. The Empire's growing stronger. We should be doing more. So what is this thing? Dude. Is it, is it a creature or is it a, a droid or a vehicle? It's a droid. I think it's a, ve- I think it's a vehicle. Yeah. It looks like it's a vehicle. Huge. But this, but doesn't this look like from something? it's from something else or something similar it feels because it, it looks familiar it does but this doesn't scream star wars to me this design like it i i no, you're right it's not it's, that's what i'm it's saying familiar but it's not from star wars and i don't know what i can't put my finger on it it reminded me of something like a painting like a dolly painting or something or um it's that, very, there's something else to it if it's a droid or a vehicle of some kind, it's a very organic design because it, it's lots of curves. It's like, a, it, it's like a, an animal, it's right? A walker, and it, it's almost like it's dragging the remains of this mountain behind it. Almost like it's, it walked through it and didn't even. It, it's not like it was destroying the mountain. It just was walking like, along, and the mountain came down with it as a accident. You, it doesn't. Even you remember those really it. early Godzilla movies? Those really really bad ones with the person in a suit. It reminds yeah. me of, mm-hmm. of that that yeah. era. That era meets Pacific Rim. And and Pacific Rim. it had Pacific a baby. Rim's cool. Oh, we should it do Pacific Rim as kaiju. We need to do Pacific Rim as a hunter's hard drive one of these days, John. Hmm, that's Possibly. actually a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Was that um Tarkin coming off that ship too? With the, with the no, no, a younger officer. I'm I don't remember if it was somebody we'd Got seen it. before. If it's just a new officer, it's, it's probably not Rampart, same dude. Yeah, Rampart. No, it's, oh, not, it's yeah. not Rampart. I don't okay. think so. Okay. It didn't look like him, did it? Uh, I don't know that we got a qu quite close enough of a look to know. Really be free, then pull off this heist, and you can have a future. Sid. So we see them very briefly on the bridge, an empty bridge of a star destroyer, um, and they're like coming through cover and all their angles and everything, and uh, and they pull what looks like data tapes out of somewhere, and that they, you see that happening as Sid's talking about pull off this job. So, assuming that that's what they're doing. Rumors are more and more clones have been questioning the order. Cody. Cody. Like the Jedi. Look at the size, side of Crosshair's head. Dude, it is all jacked up. Yeah. Okay. He got burned, um, bro. Let me see if I can get it paused at just the right spot there for that. Yeah, it's not. Do we star. see a scar? I'm taking the chip out. We're going to have to get some rigid collodium there we for go. you, yeah, Brian. You're pretty jacked up, Brian. You're going to have to shave your head. That's, too, uh, can you that's go... when they turned on that jet engine and it. Can you go back yeah, a, no. a, a few frames? Where they show what Cody's looking at. Give me a second, yeah. I gotta go back farther and just hit I'm pause. Feeling the Camino security general. Rumors are more and more clones have been. So this is what we had talked about Ooh. a few months ago. Um, this is the uh, wall of all the the lost. I, there's some Orabesh on there. We, I mean, we're, we'll have to yep. translate that, but. There's I don't know ton. if this is names of the Jedi or names of clones. I I think it's names of the Jedi, Ooh. the fallen. Is Jedi. it a memorial? Mm -hmm. oh. Wow, I'm surprised. Wouldn't it be names of clones? I'm surprised the Emperor yeah. would have allowed a memorial for the yeah. Jedi to be put anywhere. Yeah, because they burned all the sabers, right? They destroyed them all. So, like, yeah, they, they threw them all. Yeah, and the Vader. Comics. That's clones, right? Kind of like a kind of like the Vietnam Memorial. They don't they don't show it in here. That's what I would think. In this trailer, but on the clip that on the trailer that we saw at Celebration, this wall is massive and it just goes on for like miles. I think it's clones. Hmm. It's got to be. It's got to be clones. Lost, lost clones. It's got to be clones. Yeah, so many have probably, you know. I mean, what? Been look, lost. look at who's looking at it. Look who cares. Yeah, yeah. it's Cody. Yeah, it's Cody. And Co Cody's a G. Yeah. And Co so Cody's Cody. it's basically Clone Wars arm. Clone Wars. Phase two, Clody, except for he's all everywhere that would have been orange is now gray, so that the color's been washed out and he's gray. Like Camino security, he still has all his Gucci that's parts so on. So good, him. yeah. This gray is it Camino security? Yeah, that's what that's I what think at this point. Ooh, I Camino's think at this point the colors the colors don't exist. Colors don't matter anymore, anymore right? Yeah, that's, Camino's gone, buddy. Yeah, I know. Mm. So why why did he go from orange to gray? Because all of the color the, got washed out. It's just uh, it's yeah. just They're white, going to white, white and or gray. That's They're it. all white and then he's in charge. Yeah. Dang. Pretty much. All yeah. the color is gone. Dang. All the individuality is gone. Just just yeah. go back and play Crossfire Party. I don't like the Empire the more and more I see the background. <laughs> right. It's more... Uh, yeah. Fight the Empire. Rumors are more and more That's right. Deidre sucks. Questioning your death. <laughs> All right, I froze. I freeze framed it on crosshair. You're up, Brian. Yes. No, I just got look. Up Brian, why is your head so? Yeah. Why was your head all? I think. Well, I think that's out. that's where he got the. He took the. It's. It was like a home. It was a home job. It's where he took the chip out. It's like no. if you no. sit on a pillow made out of rocks. No. And it just dented. The, the side yeah, of your just head. Woke up. The side <laughs> of your head burn. looks like it smells like wet cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. Kimchi, like, like, or like the, grilled uh, onions. Korean. Like you've been sleeping in an onion patch. <laughs> you guys don't need to do that. <laughs> That's terrible. That's where he got burned. And to make the normies think, that's where they took his chip out. So it's fine. Move on. Grilled onions. Yeah, look at that. It's sniping. Okay, so we very briefly saw a, 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 droid, a droid tank, and we've got a Trandoshan just raising the jungle floor here with this blowtorch. Very Vietnam. The flamethrower. Very yeah. Vietnam. Yeah, very. He will give up everything. And we see, just briefly, we see um, the Trandoshans again with the, the uh, droid tank, and they're escorting a, a bound up Wookiee. So here we are, these, mm-hmm. however many years later, and the Transoceans are still chasing after the Wookiees. We made the right choice, Omega. But there are others out there who need our help. What mm-hmm. sort of treachery is this? That's not the same type of droid. All right. Oh, what? Well, that droid, no. is that the same no, type no. that... Um, I think it's the same type that L3 from, L3. from Solo. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just want so, to pull that out real quick. And, and seeing Gunji makes me so happy. Um because obviously he's from the Clone Wars. Yeah. They're they're the yeah, those are, they do look like L3s, yeah. That's look like a bunch of L3s. The, so the heads not, the heads and torsos, the arms and legs are a little different than L3s, but she was a little more cobbled together. But these I my yeah. guess is she was also a little sassy too. You know, yeah. had that little walk with the hips. Yeah. Hey, are there any Gunji mask makers? Like yes, helmet, Captain Nader me. is making them. Yeah, Gunji. Really? Yes. Yeah. The same. Wait. The same maker that's making my black chrysanthemum is making Gunjis. Wait. He so me. he already makes them, or he's going to start to make them? He's uh, working on he's, it. I think he's sculpted it. He just needs to. He's molding right. it. Yes, he's got. Go look. Because I was going to say he's got pictures. Oh, the he? only Wookie, the only Wookie I would do as a costume. Is Gunji? Yeah, you don't have to be tall your, for that yeah. one. Yeah, like, he's literally you don't. Your knees. He's six feet tall, right? He's like normal. You're good, height. right? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Thought about that. And and the saber is available, and now the 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 mask face thing is available. Okay. My right. favorite Gunji. saber, I gotta say, it's my yeah. favorite lightsaber. The wood grain, yeah. so organic the wood. with the wood. It's so good. That's a good episode when they make them. When when all the young yeah. ones make them, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, on Ilum, become Starkiller base. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm going to hit him up. And then and then Gunji, he sees something so he's like you think the he's force. Put, you think he's putting his gun down and he's about to say I, you know, I surrender. Yeah, I thought he was going to give up and then he's like psych pulls the saber out. Do you guys think we're going to get do you guys think we're going to get a Gunji order 66 theme? No, we're not. There's no way. He's just going to show up. No flashback. He, he's like a puppy, dude. You can't, you don't, you don't kill off puppies. No, no, no. I'm saying like, are we going to see Anakin what does. happened? Anakin kills there anything. Are we going to see what happened with him and, and the clones during Possibly. Order 66? I, I, I don't think so, but you never know. I thought you meant are they going to kill him off? No, and I was like, no. no. Dude, no. Clone Wars breaks your heart, man. It's happening. So we get more clones. Dude, those things so we see this there. is there's a character there so we yeah. see we see that same officer and six tk troopers facing off with some denizens or bounty hunters or that d- doesn't clarify who they are um they kind of look like um the cool. i guess color palette wise and sort of helmet wise um Ra- uh, rachel weiss's character from um mm-hmm. the last jedi no sort way. of vibes you no know mm-hmm. the uh what was her name 
Wow, what was her name? Zoila. Are you thinking Zori? Zori? I almost, Zori I almost said Zora, but that's Blade Runner. Yeah, Zero, Zori Bliss. Okay, there you go. It kind of reminded me of that character a little bit. Sort of that maybe tribe or vibe, whatever. I'm not sure. Could be. But purple and gold. Throughout the galaxy. Peace. Peace. You see the Emperor. Oh, those eyes. Some more fight sequence of those droids, the L3 droids. We see a quick glimpse of Bail Organa. Makes us different. We make our own choices. What do you need? Rex. Rex. I could use you for a mission. We, in that shot, we get a good view of their their undersuits too, the under which armor. are so yeah. good. I'm I'm making that shirt do we pause? for Echo for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking who who can I hit up to make me that vest that shirt? And Tex is cool too. And there's there Tex is the best I would argue because yeah, it's like he's got almost got like ammo packs like built into it yeah. and everything. And you, uh, there's a quick shot if you freeze frame it, the back has the same kind of detail with those raised rectangular packs along those the back. But that's yeah. all the, that's the clothing they wear underneath the armor. That's it is what, underneath. Yeah. It echoes for sure. Um, Cause it's the same collar. Same with Hunter. Those same details and stuff peeking out of the edges. That's, so. that's just where tech keeps all his sour patch. Yeah, that's right. So there we go. go. So many packs. He uses for it sour to patch. Boom. It's, it's <laughs> sour patch padding so that the armor doesn't like give him armor bites, and mm. pad, you know, pads, and, the pack and everything. So, so that's, that's, right. I that's got, it. We've gone back through it. Any, do we want to jump back into anything else or do we feel like we've There's not covered it? Here, that's all. That's I, I really would agree only, with that. Really only comment I have. <laughs> we're, really I mean, I know, I know we've been doing this all day, but we're going to be breaking down every single frame of that trailer for our costumes. I've yeah. Got, I've already got a whole file yeah. of screenshots for Echo. <laughs> so what, you know, what are your expectations? Are we going to talk about expectations just from what we've seen so far? I mean, I got, I got to say that, you know, I, I had asked you guys this a few episodes ago that, you know, what if they had just made Clone Wars season eight or Clone Wars? This is Clone Wars season nine. Bad Batch is just Clone Wars. It totally yep. is. It, it after, is. After, well, after yeah, seeing, the clones. After yeah. seeing yeah. Bale, just, just seeing Bale in the trailer and then realizing so that they're probably yeah. going to incorporate the politics in here. I mean, they the had Senate they, in there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They just had to change the name because technically the Clone Wars has ended, right? right? But but you're right. It is it is a continuation of the show that we love. Yeah. And since they couldn't give us a continuation that included Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan like we had in the Clone Wars, they had to give us a new set of heroes to follow. They did the same thing with Book of Boba. It's just a continuation of, of Mandalorian, right? It's just a book of, and that's it. But it's, yeah. it's still the Mandalorian, right? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. So good. Expectation and crosshair. What are you, are you getting redeemed at all? Um, I <laughs> believe so. At some point in time, I can't see him. Well, he already redeemed himself. Bad. I mean, especially when they realize his chip is in still, and they get that thing out of there. Um, I think Omega is gonna pull on his heartstrings. But bro, there's no chip. The chip's out. Or they just kill. Or they just kill. I spoke everybody. to the producers. They told me the chip was gone in episode no, two of the no, first season. No, so I remember you gotta the get conversation. The, I showed you. you yeah, let's, it's safe to say it's probably gone. They didn't say. No, it's gone. Well, because. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Man, it's, you know, it's gone, dude. It's gone. The chip. You got to move on, bro. 
got to move on. There's no proof. There's no proof. And doesn't he even just um, straight up say that it's gone eventually? Yeah, he doesn't. Well, know. he says he took it out. Sure but yeah. but the funny thing is, we never see a scar because he got burned. So it's just convenient. You know, you can't. Thank you. Yeah. Believe it. That's. Oh or or we all just get killed. There's that too. And then Crosshair lives, and he becomes like a stormtrooper or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to be the he first becomes, one to go. He becomes probably. Mayfield. He changes his name to Mayfield because he's a sharpshooter for the. <laughs> Imperial stormtroopers. I, I mean, it would. Um, I'm excited to see Rex is back. Story. Rex. Yeah, I'm excited to see Rex is back. I want to know. Think we'll see Wolf. We we saw mission. we saw. Think we'll see Wolf because we saw um, how Wolf gets redeemed or uh, gets found. Well, you mean when Wolf rescues Plo Koon from the wreckage? R.I.P. Plo and then. And then Helps escape <laughs> and live happily ever after. I mean, never say never. Here, Hashtag Plocoon lives. Here we go with Steven's Plocoon fanfic. <laughs> decoy. Listen, listen, Steven. He's dead. Okay. He's dead. No, he's face alive. It. He was no, going to be in the Mandalorian. R.I.P. Plocoon. He's alive. But in the, in the Clone Wars cartoon, we saw it. them floating around in space. We, and they were like, well, we saw him get blown. You guys are not. He's dead. You know. Dave Filoni will right. not let Poe die. Listen, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. The, the second line producing yeah. writer told John he's dead, okay? The first <laughs> take <laughs> mentioned that maybe, the gaffer, possibly. The gaffer told him that the chip is listen, out. But anyways, <laughs> um, the security um, guard happened to mention he's dead. <laughs> The caterer, the caterer mentioned right. that Craft, crafty right. Right. <laughs> the guy at crafty craft services, craft service, Dude, craft services. The person in the roach coach in the parking lot said, <laughs> "As they're serving onions, um, yeah, that chip is out." <laughs> he has screenshots. Yeah, right there. Thank you, Raimi. Oh, it's yours. And and that is it for the news. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh boy! Gonna end the episode on that. (laughs) Need to find some STLs for some onions. Doesn't print. It just prints it in place so that you. But can those layers you can keep. You don't want to buff those layer lines out. You want to keep those layers. <laughs> yeah, but it prints. I will leave the, the group weird. entirely. Wonder, do they have scratch and sniff filament? I will resettle in like Iceland <laughs> or something. You guys. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw in the dumpster. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send yeah, down bro. all the all the stuff for the crumb tone. I'm just gonna dip it all in onion juice. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna look at the. That's we're gonna a, look at our group, group chat. And it's just gonna say John Rodriguez has left the chat. Anything he's no in the mail, People the mail respect. just reeks of onion. He's like, oh god, like, I'm not even. <laughs> John's they don't. So much onion fan mail this week. Oh god, <laughs> my eyes are watering. Instead of instead of gold leaf, use onion leaf. Use onion leaf instead of gold okay, leaf. There, there is one thing totally totally off topic. <laughs> I, I, I forgot to bring this up earlier, but I wanted to talk to you mm. guys. I wanted to tell you guys about um, the 
Book of Boba Fett and Kenobi edits, the fan edits that I watched. So freaking good. Okay, so there's there's um a couple editors. His name is Kai Patterson, and then there's another one called the Pentex Productions Cut. And so what they did was these two guys, um, Pentex Productions, uh, recut Kenobi, and they turned the season of Kenobi into a two and a half hour movie. And Kai Patterson pretty much did the same thing. But then Pentex Productions got like nationwide coverage on this thing. And Kai Patterson got like nothing, even though he had done it first. Um, so they actually came together to recut the Book of Boba Fett season into two two-hour movies. And they, it's Boba Fett book one without a tribe. And then Boba Fett book two, uh, the name of a tribe Honor. called Boba. Oh, sorry. <laughs> A tribe, yeah, and so like the way they recut this was genius. Um, so book one, they took all the flashbacks and they recut it in chronological order. So the, it's just literally like the 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 movie opens in Return of the Jedi when Boba Fett flies into the pit, and then it opens up with him like coming out of the pit. And then, Sick. Does it show that that sequence where like Luke kicks in thin air and nothing, yeah. and this, then the guy it, comes it, it back does, and you just see Boba just flying in the background? That's just uh, and then so they have that they they cut that sequence classic. in with the Book of Boba Fett music, and then, oh wow! Um, so you're saying it's worth it to watch this? Totally worth it. Okay, um, link us up. Can you drop and, those links yeah, on I'll, our share drive? Maybe I will. Yeah, just and drop them in the chat. There, there's a there's a. There's a Steven, there's a dude that's on Twitch and and it's funny cuz he's done the same thing but he's done every he's done all the movies, Clone Wars, Rebels, any content that's out on screen, he's sewn it all together so this thing is like wow. You watch it from beginning to end, it's the whole story. It's ridiculously long, but but he he does it, you know, on Twitch and uh he has to adjust the audio and whatever and make it work right. legally. But yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it, it was so good. And then like um, my, I, I watched it with my mom who had not seen Book of Boba Fett yet. And after we watched both both uh, movies on this, she was just like, "Wow, this is amazing! This is like the best Star Wars I've ever seen." And I was just like, "Wow, I'm gonna so, check that out. Highly That's recommend." Um, and the Kenobi cut was interesting too because they they took all six episodes, six, yeah, and they cut it down into a two hour movie, which more resembles the original script of hmm. Kenobi. So hmm. there's a lot less. I know I've talked about yeah, that before, but there's a lot less inquisitors to, and yeah, that was um, supposed it just to have flows, been a film. Yeah, it just flows so much better. Um, like you guys remember that chase scene with Leia when she's in the forest, and they yeah. have all these bounty hunters chasing her completely gone like it's just her with the hood getting the hood on her head and she's captured in the ship like you didn't need that whole chase scene so highly recommend i'll put the link in the show notes um highly highly recommend i want to check that out i I, there's that um that that like fan film that was made that it's it's obi-wan and darth vader fighting in from a new hope but it's like oh, oh scene, yeah yeah scene seventy something that thing's so sweet I love that one yeah his robe catches on fire from hitting yeah. uh, Vader's blade yeah. Yeah, yeah speaking of fan film John oh, weren't you in one yeah like, 
Yeah, Which yeah. One? Is Kiefer's out? Is that is Kiefer's video? Oh, yeah. It is out. Oh, yeah. Oh, shout out to Kiefer Jenkins. Up, yeah, I was yeah. in a, Legacy of the Mandalorian. I'm one of the Mandalorians in that movie. Uh, we save his it's wife. Out, right? 15 minutes long, dude. It's good. It's good. Yeah, we, we saw it in a theater, too. It's freaking crazy. Crazy yeah, on a cool. big screen. Amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, that's out. You can check it out on YouTube on uh, Jet Streak Inc.'s uh, page. Okay, we'll link that in the show notes too. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. Job. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun, and it came out amazing. Kiefer's really, graphics. really, really talented. Yeah, yeah, the graphics, and you you use that large um, volume screen, Dude, right? the AR, so, the AR he, wall. Yeah, he, the AR wall. Yeah, so Kiefer works there, and they like hooked him up with some sort of deal. So he he got to use like the same tech that uh, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian and all these shows. Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. Was, was, cool. was there somebody using it like an iPad to kind of drive it all? Because that's yeah. what it. They had an Xbox controller, and they were just oh. like, like turning stuff and like as the camera turns, the screen turns, kind of thing. Uh, uh, yeah, and 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 he and the controller would you know like literally like he he'd like have stuff programmed like certain angles and stuff, and it would just switch from whatever it was doing, and then boom, it would just show you um exactly what you wanted to see. Steven, Steven and I worked on a, on a fan film for a friend, for, for a friend, for a friend of ours. And, uh, he actually was friends with some of the folks from AR wall there. And, and I, I, we, Steven, you were there and like when we were filming out in the forest, right. But you weren't there on the, for the AR wall stuff, huh? Okay. So the previous day I was down there and we filmed a speeder bike chase sequence in the AR wall, which was really cool. It's, it's so easy for stuff to look good in that environment because you're literally sitting there and like, there's a, truly stuff like speeding by you and and on this the ceiling and everything, so it's cool. It's awesome, but real sets look good too. The well, yeah, well, and those costumes look killer. I mean, who did those? Like those, you know, <laughs> some guy. Just kidding. Chrome and go. For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. So we got some more good questions from our listeners. So thank you again for sending them in. Um, this one came from pine underscore tree underscore problems. Pine tree problems. I guess they live in the woods. I don't know. But their question is for the guys that have custom mandos. Do you use Mandalorian color theories or codes um, to kind of come up with your colors? Like, is there, is there a story behind what you chose for the colors? Um, we all, I think four out of five of us have custom mandos, right? Um, so. My, I, I, I don't think I chose anything. I, I didn't use the Mando code or any of that. Um, I kind of just used what I had on hand and what sort of matched. And, uh, my helmet, I wanted to do something other than Beskar because that was something. So I just chose like a bronze sort of copper color. Um, but I think that was the first copper I'd ever seen. I don't I don't recall seeing one before. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's pe- people have done it before, but um, yeah, the color, the color palette. Um, I think I just tried to go with something that kind of fit with very minimal colors like like. Uh, like a burgundy, a blue, and um, the beige from the vest. I think that's just kind of what I was going for. And then whatever copper accent, helmet, and thigh type thing. That's just me. 
Did you sketch it out or like have an idea yeah. or did you have like start with the undersuit and then work yeah. around so it? So I, I got I got the 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 flight suit uh, from uh, Corolian Custom Dry Goods. My goodness, Amy, <laughs> and uh, it, he had a prototype suit that he was uh, just selling, and it happened to be my size, so I grabbed it, and it's like this really nice burgundy, um, you know, like whatever, like sort of like red wine color. And then um, I got a vest that was like a beige <laughs> and um, and whatever. And then I just kind of chose the colors that sort of went with it, uh, similar to what I already had. And that's it. Uh, and the bronze was just whatever. Or the copper just kind of went with it. Sorry, I, I got my three-year-old right here. And she's, she's like grabbing everything. And yeah, sorry. Yes. As, as they, they do. do. Banana peel. As, as they do. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Amy's I painted about you mine. Guys. I painted mine. I was building a, I was building a um, death watch, realistic death watch armor, uh, and I was gonna actually paint it to be like a realistic pre Vizsla, like just kind of take the concept from from the Mandalorian and making it into pre Vizsla with a realistic style armor, and then um and then I was like ah you know what custom custom sounds way more fun so that was kind of how like mine started out was that was that kind of teal minty blue from the death watch in the Mandalorian. And then yeah, I, I do not pre-think my stuff out. It's whatever paint is in the bin and what I think looks good. So no, uh, no really cool, creative, like poignant thing I can say about, I planned it out and I took a, pantone book and looked through colors and <laughs> i opened the bin and go that eh, color looks good just try it yeah have you ever done that and then like wiped it off completely saying that sucks i'm just whatever um or you just kind of make it or you make it work no i've done that i just paint over it or make it make it work wiping it off is a huge pain so unless you want to use paint strippers and stuff, unless but- it's super wet and you're like immediately regret what you did and just go Psh! I've done that. <laughs> yes. But how about you, Ramy? So I started my. I think when I initially started mine, I I was going for there was a, and I don't it was I don't even know if it was from a video game or what, but I had an action figure of it. There was a clone commander that um, he had like a it was almost like a snow outfit. So he had like a poncho. It was a clone engineer, and I think the commander was like Commander Faye or something like that was his name. And he had like a white poncho that, with a hood. And so my original design, like my, my Mando was going to have a hood over the helmet that was incorporated into the poncho and everything. And as I started to try and piece that together, I wasn't liking it, but I kept some of the brown accent colors that were from that original design and then added some darker metal to it. Um, I kept the white flight suit the whole way through and the brown accents, like the, the, the gloves and the boots are brown. Um, so I, I was kind of sticking with that white and brown and then I just kind of added the black and then there was, uh, some of the clone troopers had like these two, two line, two white or two light lines that came down on their helmet at like a 45 degree angle. And so I incorporated that into the design on the, the helmet and the chest armor too. So there's a couple spots where lines kind of come in at weird angles. So I was just trying to pull details that I liked that I had seen elsewhere in the star Wars universe to try like mm-hmm. that. I would incorporate in like the, the leg spats that cover up the laces on my boots. Like those are basically Endor rebel trooper boots and Endor rebel trooper leg spats. 
that I just made again and same exact. So there's little bits and pieces that I added the hand plate that I've got on the back of just one glove is basically the, uh, a hard armor version of the stitching detail that's on Boba Fett's glove. Oh, and wow. Rex and stuff, little, little things like that. So yeah. OC Mando's kind of give you a whole big area to explore. Um, <clears throat> for mine, I was, uh, the whole idea of, of the, of my Mando was, I just thought of Ilum Hoth, just this cold snow, like how do you blend into that environment? Probably going to be very white, very not want to stand out. So that, that was the, the, the initial thought. And then I thought, you know, let me have one thigh plate that looks a little bit different, you know, just kind of like pieced together, kind of like the original Din Djarin, um, kit pieced together. Um, and it just so happened that when I painted it, I had put a right stripe down and everybody pu- assumed, oh, that's a nod to the Bad Batch, um, you know, of the colors. And I went with that story. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking when I designed it. Very, very intuitive of you all. No, but uh, I, just, I went with it. I'm like, sure. And, you know, that was not my intent, but cool. Um and then, um, and then I, the whole idea was to kind of have a poncho. So I reached out to Christy uh, from Jedi Closet, uh, she, incredible artist herself, uh, sewer, seamstress, uh, designer. And she made this awesome poncho because that was definitely the thing. And um, but we made it black. Um, that way he can still work at night and kind of you know disappear, sort of thing. But still need to get with you guys out in the snow. Like we need to figure out how we do a, a photo shoot in the snow up in the mountains somewhere i'll just i'll let you guys know yeah 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 there was snow here this morning but it by afternoon it was gone but we'll get some cool all right uh one more question um this came from uh this crazy life she's also another one of our listeners and followers of the dad batch pod so thank you um crease crease this crease life oh yeah this crease life like bogatan crease oh yeah Crease, e, crazy life, crazy life. Yeah, this crazy life. Do you What's your least favorite? What's your least favorite costuming process skill? Least like you freaking sanding, three uh, D finishing, leathering, whatever. Sorry. Sanding three D prints. Let's start with Steven because he because he has. Oh, a, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. All of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I'd say probably. Probably for me, dremeling. I don't like to dremel. I don't. I just don't like to dremel. It's dirty, you know. Like sanding, I can find like therapy in. Dremeling, it's just like I gotta go through the bits. There's like all these dust that flies everywhere. It's kind of dangerous. I've been hit with many broken blades. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just it's not peaceful for me. Like it for is me, the dangerous. The the whole process of like building like painting is peaceful sanding can be peaceful i don't know dremeling dremeling is just yeah i'm not into it i think for me it's that step of like getting it from especially with i mean we've gotten a little bit past it thanks to all the resin printing we've been doing lately but with fdm printing the process of getting it from off the printer bed to ready to actually be painted for real and not just the filler primer crap like that's just so mundane and and so frustrating because you can think that you've got it and then still keep finding stuff forever until you just get to a point where like, screw this, I'm done. So the weathering will cover the rest up. 
but there's that that process because it it can take it can take days because you've got to give it time for that filler primer to dry otherwise it's, it's really just going to gum up the sandpaper and it's, you got to be patient and I don't necessarily always have a lot of that depending on the costume soft goods and sewing unless That's you're like part, man. Ugh, yeah you have no problems making I need a shirt yeah, let me just make this real quick but um I'll tend to like use a vendor or something and you know getting the sizing just right and or even just like I gotta sew endless amounts of Velcro on this suit for armor pieces. That's always the part I dislike. Yeah, Bjorn. I don't like filling seams. Oh yeah, you said that already before. I think on it. Yeah, we had a similar question. Um. But you could just use the putty. Just fill it in with the putty. Is it is it that you just don't like that process, or are you dissatisfied with the results when I think you do it's it? Both. Like, what is it? I think it's both. Yeah, because I I can I can do with the red the red goop, and I can do with Evercoat, but then getting it back down perfectly lined up with the material, I feel like is is. Might be like the yeah might might be my weakness. I don't know. It's it's just something I don't I don't Have enjoy you ever tried it. Resin. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy it. You could put onion powder. I don't, in if, it. Uh, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna leave. You get a mortar and some onions, and you just mash it into a paste. I think. <laughs> I think the trick. Is wait, wait, wait 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 wait. Mirror it in. Wasn't there a, a project that you did where you were like trying to fill a hole? And I was like, I jokingly said, put in some uh, ramen and ramen you did. super glue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. I, did I do it? Yeah, you did. And then you covered the whole thing up with bond. It might have worked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember now. But if I did it, I did it. Yeah. The, the key is to use the right product that matches the I density know. of the material that I you're know. that you're filling because if otherwise they just, I just never, don't like it. Yeah, match. I just don't like it. Does it does it bug you? Like because you know some, we always find imperfections and that bugs the maker and the person doing it more than anybody, right? Like the people that see it. I, I show you guys what I do and you're like, that's amazing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This is garbage. Like we're always super hard on ourselves. Yeah. Is, is it? Is it like because because you find the imperfection and, and you know that there's a seam there? I mean, it it, bugs you or? like like I don't mind sending a line like 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 what Stephen had on his uh, Jedi Temple Guard, like quick little sand down, fine. But filling up, I just don't like. I don't know. It's just okay. Mm. So so Remy on on your Temple Guard, you cut the ears out, right? Yeah, but I did it at a spot where I know I'll be able to easily fill the seam and hide that spot. So. So can you do like a quick photo tutorial on how you, on when you fill that in? Yeah, sure. Well, I, cool. So, and the problem is I can't, it's not that I can't do it. I just don't like to. It's the least, it's thing. the least favorite thing. I, I, I'd rather sand a 3d, a PLA print than try to fill a seam. Wow. Yeah. I kind of put those two together uh, in my head. It's, it's no, because like, like, like I'd rather eat an onion. No, but like Steven said, I like like the, there's something therapeutic in the sanding, 
but filling a seam is like you're tr- you, you have to be very methodical and precise and it stresses and there's, there's that's stress me. Yeah, yeah exactly because yeah. stress because it can it could be done I, wrong. i'm very chaotic whereas fill, filling when it, yeah standing you can't exactly that, like I, I sometimes i i use the mistakes i make to to uh, you know whatever i work with them and, and i make it work but there's something about being precise and perfect is that is not very much me happy, yeah happy happy little accents. yeah I, I like the happy accents mm. I think for me, just to kind of wrap up this this part, um, originally it was it was trying to guess like OC like original concept like colors, right? So the Mando, dude, I did I did that that really amazing uh, Minox Den bucket, uh, uh, recon bucket, incredible design. I screwed up so bad like <laughs> twice that I had to get some um, goof off and completely wipe it. Um, I was trying I was trying different things and it just it was not. It sounded great in my head. And then I did the same thing with Kim's Mando. Like I was trying to come up with some colors that I thought were awesome. It looked like a Nacho Lee, like a, like a luchador, la luchador wrestling, like mask. It was ugly. It was fugly. It was so bad. I had to wipe that too. Um, but, th- but I think I'm getting better and, and I just realized I, I probably need to, you know, practice with spoons and whatever, but you know, I just need to slow down. I, I, and that's what I did for BD one this or this BD droid uh, DB one DB right. droid uh, DB one um, was uh, just get the concept colors from season two because we know that those work of the Bad Batch and slapped it on but um but yeah trying to figure out original colors was <laughs> was uh was the thing but yeah thanks for those questions folks appreciate it thank you thank you so I don't have. To go back to that earlier question, I don't have a uh, uh, custom Mando, but I thought it was interesting that I, I don't know when this came out, but I, I guess it was like during Clone Wars era that the, the actual colors have meanings for Mandalorians. I don't know if that's canon, is it? Yeah, it's, it says can- there's a list of canon colors and then there's a giant list of non-canon huh. colors. But it says that uh, gray is mourning a lost love. Red is honoring a parent. Black is for justice. Gold is for I vengeance. I never saw that. Can you link us to that? How is this Can you link it? that in the chat? Yeah, awesome. yeah I'm with, with Crosshair on this. I think. The more you know. Blue is for reliability. Like White is for a new start. And orange is for lust of life. Lust of life. Off-white is for onions. I think, because I, I think this came into Why? play Why? when Book of Boba Fett when he repainted his armor, um, he added a black kill stripe in the back. Um, and everybody was wondering what that was for. And then, so I, apparently the, the black kill stripe is for justice. I don't, I don't know what that means. justice for all. I, I don't, I don't know that how, how that pertains to Boba, but yeah. So he's got all the kill stripes gold for vengeance. And he's got one black one for justice. Mm. Interesting. Well, yeah. Brian's about to, to. I just thought it was. I just thought it was cool because you, you said that your Joe, you said that your um, your Mando is all white. That's just a new start. That's kind of cool. Mm. A new hope. Yeah, yeah. It. I just thought of the snow. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Camouflage. He was Hawk listening to Outcast. 
So no, man, was it was a new start, and then you're honoring Bad Batch, right? Right? Yeah, uh, yes. It from now on, that's the story. Thank you. It's interesting. Both of us had kind of snow in our mind initially too, and then kind of went in a slightly different direction after that. All right, guys. <laughs> I think that does it for us today. All I want for Christmas is a five-star review. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got weekly episodes there, unboxings, reviews, and other stuff. You can follow me at Stevie Kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you. John? Alpha Ignition! Hurry! <laughs> Joe, where can people find you? Check out Bad Batch. Brian? Yeah, Batch Pod, we still have a couple more weeks left here with the uh, Chrome Tono giveaway. And Raimi, where can people find you? Give.ndss.org slash dadbatch. Excellent. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening to the episode 19 of the Dad Batch podcast. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. I need a piece so bad.